Welcome in, Tiger fans. Once again, it is Play by Play, presented by our friends at The Advocate, a complete rundown of what's going on in LSU athletics and, uh, as always, what's coming up. Along with our producer, Harrison Ballantyne, behind the ones and twos, the illustrious Kent Lowe joins me here in the luxurious LSU Gold Studios. And, uh, Kent, I guess we start uh, – no need to bury the headlines. Let's start with uh, LSU now has three Heisman Trophy winners and uh, Jaden Daniels is the, the latest this past weekend in New York City uh, to receive that award after a really an incredible two-year career here at LSU, but certainly a, a lightning, explosive performance in 2023. It's, uh, it's an amazing uh, hour-plus on television watching all that because you're just waiting to see who will get someone to cry first, Marty Smith or Holly Rowe, and uh, – then you had the announcement at the end, and it was what every LSU fan was hoping for and expecting. Jaden Daniels wins. It was close. If you in the realm of Heisman voting, you could call it close, but it was still the the results you wanted to see. And I thought Jaden did a great job with it. All four finalists are pretty classy, if you ask me, and uh, it was a, a good group there. And uh, obviously, Jaden's pretty good at uh, selling raising canes too. From that shift, they all worked up in New York, looking at the crowd. Yeah, he was uh, pretty popular there in <laughs> Times Square. Uh, and you know, it's interesting. You mentioned uh, the ceremony itself. I, I really want to give a shout out to Jaden and and those whether he did it by himself or he had some help preparing. I thought. Um, his acceptance speech was structured yeah. uh, just in a tremendous way. And I tell you what what, what got me uh, in the field, so to speak, Kent, was that he took uh, the time to think just about anybody yeah. and everybody yeah. he could think. But he also saved the end for his mom mm-hmm. and his dad. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of times you see people win awards, not just in sports, but in anything. You usually got mom and dad right out of the gate, and then you start getting into it. I thought the way he structured that speech so that he thanked, gave the possible or, or, or the, the needed thanks to the people who helped him along the way, and then saved that special time for his mom and dad and got into detail a little bit and shared with us um, you know, how each of uh, those, his parents, uh, had an impact on him. I thought the way he put the speech together was was magnificent, and it was a great moment. And, you know, LSU, um, I've said it, and we've said it on the show a bunch. We've had coaches who have joined us, staff who have joined us. I mean, there's no bigger brand right now, hotter brand, as the kids would say, than LSU and college athletics. And there's not a person, I think, in the country after the social media blitz that uh, the LSU social media team put together in the last two, three, four weeks um, everybody knows who Jaden Daniels is. Yeah. I mean, college football fans know who he is. They knew who he was going into the ceremony. But I think everybody in this country knows who Jaden Daniels is, and that's a credit to the entire team here at LSU uh, and a credit to what that young man did on the field. Well, you're exactly right, Chris, and a couple of points, if I may. A lot of times mother and father gets mentioned first and kind of gets glossed over mm-hmm. because there's so much else they want to say. But – you're right. Jaden did it at the end, but he also thanked people like the support staff and the janitors. And I thought it was interesting afterwards at the post-Heisman press conference. I don't know how many people got to see any of those clips, 
but Brian Kelly talked about him thanking people like the janitors because, as he says, when you're there at 5 o'clock in the morning coming, walking in to study film, there are all kinds of people that you don't know about in the building in that 12 to 8 a.m. type shift before all the, quote, coaches, everybody else gets there. The early cafeteria workers that got to prepare breakfast the janitors are cleaning the building i mean yeah you meet a lot of people when you're in there at that hour of the morning and uh got probably got to know a lot of them over the year now no doubt about it so congratulations to uh jaden again just a class act all the way around certainly on the field and as we got to see a little glimpse of uh, this past weekend off the field as well and now we wish him the very best in uh, what the future holds um so football of course uh, will finish up the season coming up on new year's day in tampa the the reliaquest bowl at raymond james stadium they'll take on wisconsin uh and, and again we we lead up to that and the team uh, well underway with uh, bowl practices and obviously in the coming days i would imagine maybe by the end of the week we'll find out you know exactly who's playing who's going to opt out and so on and so forth but uh, uh looking forward to seeing tiger fans in tampa let's move to round ball um closing in on the finishing of non-conference play it seems like yesterday we were starting uh, and now there's a couple more tune-ups, Kent, for both uh, Kim Mulkey and Matt McMahon before the always tough SEC comes calling. Yeah, the men have uh, three games left before the Christmas break. They'll play Wednesday night, 7 o'clock against Alabama State. Then the team will go to Houston for the Hala Guy Showcase, and uh, which is a restaurant f- uh, food facility in Houston. That's uh, putting that on. Great doubleheader at the Toyota Center. LSU and Texas will play at 11 o'clock, followed by Texas A&M and Houston. And then on the 21st, LSU plays Lamar to wrap up uh, the pre-Christmas schedule. There'll be one more game before conference starts. Uh, Tough loss on Saturday, LSU Look to be right back in the game when they cut a lead down to three points with 10 minutes to go, and then just nothing would go in the bucket for LSU, and Kansas State was able to score enough to to win the game. But uh, Jordan Wright looking really good right now. He's made uh, six of his last 12 three-point attempts in the last two games, scored a season-high 19 for LSU. Uh, His scoring ability and shooting from distance, along with his leadership, is going to be key as we get ready to start conference play. So need him to continue that run of six straight double-figure scoring games and get some help from some other spots, get some better rebounding, and we'll see what happens this week with LSU. Yeah, I think Matt McMahon, if you asked him, and not speaking out of school here because I have asked him on a number of occasions, I think he would tell you right now the two biggest trouble spots for LSU uh, has been Uh, rebounding and turnovers. Unforced Um, turnovers. Yeah, unforced turnovers. And one of the things Matt told me last week uh, that that I found interesting is that any turnover is a bad turnover. It's a missed out opportunity uh, for you to score points. That's number one. But number two, the turnovers with less than, you know, nine into the shot clock uh, really concerns him because that's most of the time when you're typically – 
in transition and those unforced turnovers, not only taking away opportunities at the goal, but taking opportunities away in transition, which again, every team is looking to get as many transition buckets as they possibly can. And then the rebounding battle. Um, They're losing the rebounding battle overall and they're giving up way too many offensive rebounds. So I think if you get those two things cleaned up, John Brady says it all the time, your offense is going to come and go. Even the best teams have nights where the ball just doesn't go in the cylinder the way it normally does. But you can usually hang your hat on defense and rebounding to help win games and that's what LSU is lacking at the moment. Women's basketball coming off a a win 83-53 over Louisiana Lafayette uh, this past Sunday. Uh, Again they remain number seven in the country according to the AP for the fifth straight week I believe. Yeah. Uh, Nine and one on the year. Uh, They've got McNeese coming in on Wednesday night to the Maravich Center. Tuesday Uh, Tuesday night I'm sorry men's at Wednesday. Tuesday night for uh, LSU and McNeese Uh, and then Sunday they'll take on Northwestern State. Uh, They've got Coppin State coming up, Jacksonville coming up and then just after the turn of the calendar on January 4th they'll open SEC play at home against Missouri. So uh, plenty of round ball before Christmas and a couple of games afterwards uh, to catch LSU basketball. Well, we mentioned Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman Trophy, deservedly so, this past weekend. And an integral part of uh, Jaden's story, uh, which we all learned, uh, if we didn't know already, was Sherman Wilson, who got a nice thank you from Jaden at the podium on Saturday. And uh, Sherman's going to join us on the show. We'll find out about his relationship with Jaden Daniels, uh, what he does to help LSU football every single day, and, and much more. So stay with us. we got uh, Sherman Wilson coming up, player relations manager for LSU football, right here on Play by Play. Back with you fans here on this week's play-by-play presented by our friends at The Advocate as we talked about to open today's show. What an incredible weekend for Jaden Daniels, for LSU football, for uh, LSU, and for fans uh, of the Tigers across the globe. And if you were watching, and I suspect many of you were, on Saturday night, as Kent and I touched, touched on, uh, Jaden did a phenomenal job of, of giving thanks to those around him that helped him get in the position um, that he found himself in on Saturday. And one of those is Sherman Wilson. I want to shout out um, one more person, Sherman Wilson. He, he's in the stands somewhere. Thank you for everything you've done for me, bro. Um, you know, pushing me no matter what. You might be annoying, but, you know, I love you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> who is a part of the LSU football staff, works deeply in recruiting and player development, and we are thrilled. Uh, fresh off uh, the trip to New York City and a Heisman Trophy victory for Jaden Daniels, Sherman Wilson. Sherman, thanks for joining us on the show. No, I thank y'all just for the opportunity just to you know share the story, the relationships that I've had with Jaden over the last few years, and also the relationships uh, that I've built within a building and in the community in Baton Rouge. You know, one of the things that uh, I think fans are amazed by, I know even Kent and I who work in LSU athletics, we're still amazed at the work that is done year-round, every single day. Um, You know, recruiting, you know, before we started taping, you know, Kent was talking about what recruiting meant 25 years ago Mm -hmm. and what that entailed. And now we talk about what recruiting, what is involved in recruiting, which is, it's it's really kind of mind-blowing, the work that is done by by a number of people uh, inside the the football operations building. So to get us started, kind of take us through your role day to day. What does Coach Brian Kelly and and the rest of the staff, what do they rely on you to do to help the Tigers get better every day? So when I first started here last year uh, with Coach Kelly, uh, 
and also Coach Frank Wilson. Um, uh, my job normally entails recruiting communication, and so that's Twitter, uh, that's uh, text messages. I'm not a really big Instagram guy, so I don't really <laughs> use Instagram. Thank you. Um, that's two of us. Yeah, that makes three. <laughs> J.R. Belton uh, hired me. Uh, Jordan Arsman is a person I've worked with uh, in the state. Was I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, and, and Jordan uh, is from in the community. Uh, also, the Thibodeau, Homa. Uh, area uh, river parish area right. and so we've had run-ins in seven on seven and stuff like that so it's built a long relationship uh, with those gentlemen and so typically a day-to-day operations now that I've moved into player relations uh, is forging relationships uh, building bonds with our uh, current players because I think the best in the era right now of the transfer portal retention is uh, a little more important than acquisition um, because you want to make sure that your current players are happy, that they're uh, excited about what the program is doing moving forward as also uh, constructed right now. And so uh, I help a lot with um, kind of leading and, and, and building them up uh, within the current program as well as the future uh, football players that we have in their families. And so his day-to-day communication from uh, setting out good lucks uh, to happy birthdays to congratulations and different, you know, communicating with their parents about uh, uh, save the dates and just stuff like that. And so um, doing as much as the NCAA allow us, uh, you know, within those rules, uh, but we communicate daily. It's a a 24-7 uh, job. So uh, I like it um, because it keeps me on my toes. Was every day is something, you know, that transforms or uh, blossoms, uh, especially with the transfer portal, especially after the last game. Uh, you just, you know, you hit the ground running. And so it's all about, you know, putting out information for our coaches who are on the road. I, I specifically uh, do not go on the road, but I communicate with the prospects so that our coaches are up to date on all information so that they can have the right information to disseminate to the parents and the prospects. Let me ask you this. As part of that process, take me through Coach Wilson comes in or Coach Kelly and Coach Wilson come in. They go, all right, we have identified this player from this high school. Mm-hmm. And let's just, for argument's sake at this point, say it's inside Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And this is one of our targets. And, you know, and this process probably is – I don't know now, two or three years before they're even coming to college. But once that's in your lap, kind of what is your charge at that point once they've identified this is a target for us for a potential student athlete? So I'll back up a little bit. Um, The personnel staff, which is led by Will Redmond, Carl St. Cyr, they do a great job of identifying uh, prospects in their their entire uh, room uh, of student workers and uh, employees. They cut up tape kids for years, right? Like you said, two, three years, and they put all this tape together, which then gets to Coach Kelly, gets to Coach Frank Wilson, who's a recruiting coordinator and associate head coach. Uh, from there, it's then passed out to the coaches, individual coaches in the areas to see if they approve of it. Uh, from that point, then it goes to the recruiting department, which is uh, J.L. Belton uh, and his staff, and they kind of, you know, dish it out to each position coach. Because they say, now we want the kid. Now we have to recruit the kid. Uh, so it's identification, and then uh, we watch the film. We uh, Evaluation is then next, and then the recruiting phase starts, and we start to build a relationship. And so at any point, I can help out in that. Uh, I work under uh, Dr. Uh, Damon Arnold, uh, who's – 
player development, and, and he's a great mentor, great leader. And he helps also bridging the gap once they're here. They, they meet with him also, the families do, because, you know, they want someone that once the recruiting process is over, now it's how you build the retention process, right? And so that's from the day they sign. Uh, he helps out with that. And so all of us work in, you know, uh, in a collaborative effort to make sure that the families feel okay, they're great, they're ready to go. Once they get into, you know, the dormitories, apartments, whatever, moving forward to make it a, a seamless transition. And so once we say we've identified, we've evaluated, now we need to start the recruiting process, uh, I will start as uh, others in the recruiting department also will start, like I said, Jordan Arson plays a part uh, in that too. What building a relationship, right? And so it's mom, dad, coach. It's seven on seven coach, trainer, uh, any of those who are, you 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 have to find who's the champion in the individual's life. Once you find out who's the champion, then you know how to attack it. And, and it's from position coach, area coach, um, recruiting coordinator, director. It's everyone pitching in to see how we, uh, you know, can finish the deal to close the deal. Um, and then, like I said, Coach Kelly obviously helps out uh, every part of it, um, and then he closes. And so it's 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 Franken's uh, Coach Kelly closing, uh, getting the deal done. However, we got to get it done. And typically, I like our chances. I definitely like our chances, especially <laughs> yeah, in the I state agree. of Louisiana, um, uh, which is you know our stumping grounds. And so, like I said, I I appreciate the opportunity. Was I started in Baton Rouge? My uh, coaching career, recruiting career, was at Southern University in 18 and 19 yeah. uh, with Dawson Odoms. And so it's been a, you know, a roundabout trip, but to end back in Baton Rouge, hopefully I end my career in Baton Rouge. Well, we certainly uh, hope you do. Sherman Wilson, uh, player relations manager for LSU football. And Kent, just as we guessed before uh, Sherman joined us, it, uh, it really takes uh, quite the army uh, to pull off recruiting in 2023. Well, it does, but I want to say, just from looking at your bio, your experiences, you didn't give yourself enough credit for what you did with Dawson Owens yeah. at Southern because y'all had a top HBCU recruiting class there. You had success as a recruiter at Memphis. You've been involved in sports marketing along the way, successful high school coach and athletic director along the way, and also NFL experience with the Rams. I would think all that together has really made you, I don't want to say an expert, I don't want to put that in words in your mouth, but I mean, it has really had to give you a pretty well-rounded uh, experience heading into your time at LSU. Yes, like I, not, I always say, like, uh, I thank God just for the opportunities, right? My faith, you, you heard Jane say it, like, that was the number one thing if I can do in, in this world, right, is, is to draw people closer to God, uh, closer to Jesus Christ, because that's my foundation. My grandma's a pastor. My dad's evangelist. My mom is a missionary. I grew up in a church. And so um, it definitely, from the Southern University staff, right, I was – uh, the director of recruiting, recruiting coordinator, however you want to put it. Dawson Odom's the head coach. Chenis Berry, who just received the job, I believe, at South Carolina State, right. yep. was right. a phenomenal O-line and O.C. Matt Leone was our quarterback coach. Uh, we've, we've, I've scholared uh, Jones' D-line coach, uh, Manigo. Like, there's a lot of guys, a lot of individuals. Uh, Malika Little, who's, I believe, now at uh, Ole Miss. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that, that played yeah. into it. Um, one of the people I would say helped me a lot 
in this business was is John Simon, who is the current interim head coach at Gramlin. He took me on this wing when I was at Southern University because he, he's from Baton Rouge. Um, he's, he's played a huge part in my development. He helped me when I went to Memphis. Uh, and that's how it all started with Jaden. He helped recruit um, Jaden with Jamar Kane and some others over there at uh, Arizona State. And so that's how it all, you know, played when he went to the, you know, the portal. Everything from our whole staff, uh, Joe Sloan, Mike Dembrock, uh, like I said, Frank Wilson. Like, I, I'd be remiss not to say I think Frank is the goatness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I, I think you're right. So when you say expert, that's what I look at as an expert. And so the opportunity to get, you know, on the staff and work with him uh, has done a tremendous amount for my uh, career. And like it, you want to keep, you know, picking his brain and stuff. Like I'm, uh, Jaden said this like a week or two ago. Like I'm insane, right? It's I'm single. I, I I work all day. I work long hours because I just the goal is to be the best ever, right? And so in order to do that, you have to make sacrifices. And so uh, that's a part of the business. But watching, you know, Coach Frank with his family, uh, with his son being on a team, uh, watching Coach Kelly with uh, his son. Um, who does a great job, who's learning the business and recruiting. Um, he, like, it's, it's a great team. And so uh, I appreciate just the opportunity. Like I, I, I see Scott Woodward, our AD, uh, he wants to be successful, right? He's, he's had success as an AD as long as he's been in this business. And so you're connected with a lot of people when you're at LSU. When you're from here, it's a little different. It feels different. Um, it means more to you because you want the people in the state to succeed. You want them to achieve. And uh, Dawson Odoms told me this when I first started. He's not from here. But he was like, listen, we're going to recruit Louisiana because this is a state school, which LSU and Southern both are. And so their taxes pay for the buildings they pay. And so, therefore, we owe it to them to build our foundation around that because they built the foundation of the university. And so I, that has always stuck with me. And so, like I said, I, I try to pour into – Everyone that I'm in around, and like I said, Coach Kelly's son, Patrick Kelly, is a guy that I help out a lot. He's very helpful. Uh, he works hard. And so it's, it's little things like that that's more important to me, right? It's, it's, I always say this, like, who are you building up as you grow? Who are you helping? Who are you reaching down and pulling up, you know, to assist them to get uh, where you're at in this business? And so, like I said, I'm, I'm just thankful for that. It's a well, blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, New Orleans native, now a Baton Rouge citizen and, and a great member of the LSU football staff, uh, Sherman Wilson joining us. So, Sherman, let's uh, move ahead. So, uh, uh, Jaden Daniels, a yeah. uh, couple of seasons at Arizona State, not bad. Mm -hmm. His numbers, not bad at all, but uh, wanted to find a, a new place uh, for his college career, eventually decides on LSU. Mm -hmm. Um, how, and you talked about some of the connections that, that brought you and Jaden together, mm -hmm. but how quick did you guys form this, this tight friendship that, that obviously had a working relationship mm -hmm. involved to it, but, but also that friendship? How, how quickly did that come about? Mm, I would say because of the people around us. I think it was a little easier for you know California uh, kid to trust a you know a bayou a bayou boy like you know what I'm saying <laughs> so um, it's just my demeanor my how I am I just I like to joke you see I like to have fun like it was you know nothing's guaranteed in life and so I'm always even though I, I want to work I want to be uh, tough in what I'm doing right I still want to have fun I want to enjoy those moments and so. We hit it off immediately, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, 
I made him feel comfortable down here. That's always different, right, when you come from a different region and you're walking into something and it's a little antsy. Uh, I made him feel comfortable, and he worked at it. Like, that was the number one thing. He had to accept it because he didn't know me. Like, no matter what people can tell you about people, you still have to learn from him. And I think, like, winning the trust of his mom, his dad, uh, his trainers, like, all that played into – like, the thing is, I never wanted anything from him. Like, even, the, like, you know, the speech and him saying, and I thank God for that, like, I, I didn't expect that, right? And so, uh, even then, the biggest part from, from that whole speech I took was, this, was him saying, like, I drew him closer to God. And so that's what resonated more with me because I think it helps with other, you know, recruits in the world. Like, you can come to LSU and you can still be yourself. But at the same time, you're going to work, but we're going to have fun too. Like, it's not all business all the time. You're going to enjoy it, and then you achieve uh, excellence. And so, you, you know, I remember when, when Joe Burrow made the transition going into his second year, you know, a lot of people would ask him, you know, coming from Ohio and mm-hmm. having been at Ohio State, you know, how big was uh, – I don't know if difficult is the right word, but how challenging was the – the changes of yeah, coming right. from Ohio to, to South Louisiana. And as you pointed out, it's uh, two different regions mm-hmm. uh, from where Jaden is coming from to uh, South Louisiana. So I imagine, uh, as you said, you guys hit it off from, from the very start. How much, did, how much did he rely on you to help him understand what it's like down here, while at the same time you learning from him mm-hmm. the things that he would respond to right. positively or negatively right by being in a new place. Right. Like, the thing is, I always say not to, you know, and I'm not fl- uh, flying my own flag. I try to say it's a team effort. It's a collaborative effort uh, from him, his family, from our coaching staff. Um, like I said, I, I, it was to the, I, I'm to the point, like, I won't let you breed, right? And sometimes I have to realize I have to, you know, back off a little bit and let him still be a young man because it's, it's when you say, hey, as I'm recruiting you, you say, I want this, 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 and this. Okay, where nothing else matters. Like, let's get that. And I have to realize, like, everyone's not like that. Um, and so it's piece by piece by piece. He responded to certain things. And um, like I said, the first year, he he when we went into the first game, obviously he was named the starter. And it was a whirlwind of just a whole lot in one year. Uh, Louisiana's more, obviously, slower paced. Uh, but we love we love sports. Like sports is our life. Sports it's a big our deal. Religion. It's serious business. And so, um, but like I say, he adjusted well. Like it, 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 he's never been knocked off his pivot. He's that California cool has helped him. Like he's yeah. never uh, rattled. He's never you know upset. He's just always even kill. And so you know that's him being a even you know he talks about being a Kobe Bryant fan. Uh, that all that you know this is just a demeanor, a cool demeanor. And so that allowed us to you know jail because I'm 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 hyper and so uh uh like i said he he's responded well like that's all him it's just was he could have said man i don't want to deal with that and just you know moved on uh but like i said i just helped i assisted um but it was a collaborative effort from everyone allowing me to be that close to him and you know push him like because i truly believe that as as mentors as recruiters as developers uh we have to push people to their, to their brink like, it's a sink or swim, you know, mentality. Like, you want to learn how to, to swim, really. You know, it's, it's outrageous, right? You throw them in the pool. And you know what I'm saying? And they, and they learn. How do, you, how do you, in that time where, again, as you said, it's serious business. Jaden understands it's serious business mm-hmm. when you come to LSU and you're going to be the starting quarterback. How did you guys 
manage the time it was uh, obviously you work a lot everybody over there's working a lot but how did you you know navigate that line of all right this is the time we're just going to hang have fun talk about whatever it happens to be that's on our minds and okay now it's time to put the nose to the grindstone how, how do you balance that um typically it's, it's it's me like i said i'm all work uh but Tuesdays, I, I do. I go to like the movies on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, no matter what the movies, some movies. I like that. A few weeks ago, yeah, a few weeks ago, the movies kind of, you know, not that great. I don't want to say the movie name, but <laughs> it wasn't that great. But you're not gonna give us a movie <laughs> review. <laughs> no, no movie reviews. Uh, but Sundays we go. We watch Sunday night football. Um, Mondays we we'll try to watch like Monday night football stuff like that. Those are times to wind down. Surely for Spe- fun. Yes. Just enjoy yes. the game. And we joke around, and it's 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 more than just me and Jaden. It's Makai Wingo, Greg Penn, uh, Ricky Collins, uh, Kamarin Pimpton. Uh, it's it's Trey Holly. It's it's a group, right? And we just sit there and we just you know just shooting the breeze. More than just you know being a part of you know talking about football, watching other football, talking about that. Because once the game's over, uh, he has that rule of like 24 hours you, you enjoy. But guess what? Now we got another game. You know, playing in the SEC every week is, is tough and tougher and tougher, especially uh, when you go into November, as Coach Kelly say, you know, uh, October's for uh, pretenders, November's for contenders. And so November's really, really big, and so it leads up to that. And so um, we would get serious, uh, really, really serious. You lock in, as I always say, focus. But this year was to another level. Uh, when he decided to come back uh, in January, he started to, you know, Coach Kelly, Coach Sloan, the staff put us, you know, the strength staff uh, with Flint, uh, with Dr. Frakes, they all put a plan together for him, and he executed it. Like, yeah. that's the number one thing, right, being on that. And he showed, to me, I always tell the next group of guys, like, uh, he made it look easy to you all. And so because of that, it's not easy. Like, it's, 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 it's not hard, but it's tough. It's challenging, uh, and just if you dedicate yourself to it, that this is the the results of it. And so, um, that's uh, I think it was Ray Lewis that said uh, the only thing that follows work is results. And so those are the results. The Heisman is the result of the work that he put in uh, when he came back to outline the plan that day. But he he put it in the throwing with the receivers to build the camaraderie, um, the the five a.m. work uh, uh, five a.m. film sessions. Uh, with the with the players and stuff because that stuff, the coaches and everyone that we all have plans right, but the the elite uh, people in the world they go above and beyond. They add to it, and I think that was what really took off with him. Like it's one thing like the scheme and all that. All that was tailored. It fit him. He you know he took it to the ne- the next level. But it's like, all right now, how do we take it to the next level? How do we you know, stand on that and grow and grow and grow. And he challenged himself to know, now I'm going to study the opponent. I'm going to know what they do. And if I know what they do, I can attack it within the scheme that we have. And so what happens, right, is they, they go to this or they go to this, and I know what you're doing. I've seen it. And so he can attack it that way. Now they're on the sideline, on the opposing sideline, like, okay, now we don't know what to do. <laughs> because he knows every one of your moves, and that stuff you hear from Tom Brady, you hear from Kobe Bryant that talk about being on that next level, right? It's knowing what your opponent is going to do for every move. It's chess. And so I think that's what took him to that next level. You know, it's interesting. I tell my kids all the time, if you want to, no matter what you're doing, if you want to make it look easy, you got to put in the work. 
mm-hmm. because you don't see the work that's done. Correct. You just see him out there dancing like a gazelle, Correct. running for 85 and Correct. 65 Correct. and 35 yards, but Correct. it's all the work that he put in, which, uh, again, is why he's the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, exactly. There's no doubt about that. Let me take you in a couple of different areas, mm-hmm. if I may, please. We had uh, Jack Marucci yes. on a few weeks ago on this, and we talked a lot about the virtual reality yes. and the the things that they were able to do for Jaden and all. Uh, talk about how easily he accepted that and really made it a vir- a very big part of his game preparation. Yeah. So development is is very important to him, right? And so I think that's why I think that's why I believe he'll be okay in the NFL because he's always looking for ways to improve. And so that's one of he, – he accepted it because if it's a way for me to gain an edge, I'm going to use it. And so he accepted that. He, it, it was a challenge to him. He, it, it showed different things in front of him in live action, and he was able to – you know, it's Jack, them, Jack and Mario had a great plan. And like I said, everyone has this plan, right, they, that they put together, and he has to execute. He can say yes or no, and he, he never said no. It, it, to him, it was always a way for him to improve. Daily improvement is a group chat that we have with a few of our players, uh, and we all in it. It's just ways of us to communicate uh, and have fun, and like I said, challenge each other. How do you improve after this week? You did the, you know, the eight touchdowns this week. How do you improve? Okay, less pro, uh, efficiency here, or you know, throwing this or doing this. Like it's just it's it's fun in games, but it's a way for us to challenge each other uh, in a playful manner, and then we go out there and do it. Like it, it, and he did. It, he executed with Coach Kelly, with Coach Frank, with Coach Denbrock, who like everything, the receivers, everything came into into play from last year with the Alabama game, you know, winning that game and then going to this level in culminating in a Heisman. Uh, it's just it, it the plan was set uh, and everything that was put in front of him, like he ate. I always say that, right? The, it's are you starving? Like this, the person that's, you know, that's that's full, you know, they're, they're good. The person that's hungry, right, they'll eat what's on their plate. Someone who's starving is going to eat what's on his plate, and then he wants what's on your plate. <laughs> and so that's the, the thing that's what make him different. And his mindset is different, and that's what I think, that killer instinct, right? And, but the, the craziest part is he's the one that smiles and do it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's the yeah. one. He's joyful. It's one of the and, things I've yes. said about Jaden, you know, in his last two years is he is such such an even kill, as you pointed mm-hmm. out, and never high, never too low. And when a guy got a good hit on him, and you, we all would, you know, right. oh, my goodness. Right. And then Jaden pops up with the biggest smile. Correct. I mean, that to me yeah. showed me all right. I needed to know. Uh, about the competitor, Jaden. Those Jayden are the says. ones you should definitely fear, right? The <laughs> yes, ones that, exactly. That take the punishment and get up and say, I want more. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in these five years, four or five years, we've seen two of the greatest quarterbacks we're probably going to see at LSU. Of course, we said that after 19, and right, look, what right. we, look what we saw this year. I'm curious about this, Sherman, as – as a position person in the football department, as a person who's involved very much with Jaden, what was it like to watch him perform on Saturday nights um, to you personally? It, the, the craziest thing, and most people who know me know this, I actually am not in the stadium when, because I, I get – 
the crowd and all that nervous. So I actually go and watch the game in Coach Frank's office during home games. Wow. Not on away games, I'm on the sideline. Uh, but, like, because I want to hear the commentators. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to hear what they're saying on the TV because I, I, I just believe everything is where it's supposed to be during the game. So there's, you know what I'm saying? He, the coaches make their adjustments. I'm not a coach. And I don't want to be a distraction for him because me and his relationship, he'll come to the sideline away games. is a little different, right? Because it's a different atmosphere. Uh, and so I try to be a calming presence for him, but our coaches do an excellent job, you know, with the game plan, with the execution, with putting him in a great position. And I don't really want to be, because the players gravitate because our relationship. I want them to be focused and locked in on what we got to do on that on that day. And so I'm typically out there with recruits. And once the team runs out, I walk over to this, uh, the facility and I watch. You know, I kick my feet up and I watch the game because that's how. You know, eventually, I want to be a general manager in the NFL. I want to want to have an opportunity to build teams. And so that's what you typically. I'm not a coach. I don't affect the game once the game is started. Uh, I become a fan then, right? I want I watch. And so watching him do everything that he said he would do, like when he said, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it, he go do it. Uh, I just, like they said, he's a cheat code. I think Robert Griffin uh, said that, RG3 yeah. said that he's a uh -huh. cheat code because he is. Yeah. Uh, if you do certain things, he'll find a way to slither through. Like he's slippery. Like he's fast, but he's slippery. He can squeeze through little gaps and, and make explosives. Like I think they put up the stat he had – like 90-something explosive plays, which is unreal, mm -hmm. right? And so that's, you know, not finishing the Bama game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's little things. Like, he could have – I don't think we saw everything he could have became. I think he could have been more. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but I always say this, like you said, uh, after 19, we didn't think we would see it again. After this year, I think you will. I think, you know, LSU is the place yeah. that you want to come to. I, I, I tell him all the time, the platform of LSU, right, with your work, with the, the talent that God gave you and your work ethic equals, plus the platform of LSU equals iconic status. Like there's nowhere else in the country, uh, sports, NFL or, you know, high school, or uh, collegiate that has the platform that LSU has. Look at baseball, look at basketball, women's basketball, men's basketball, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just an elite level uh, platform. Like, if you do what you're supposed to do with the talent that God gave you, like, you'll reach a level that I think other schools can't do. You, you look in the NFL uh, and the NBA also, they, they're still talking about guys that's, that was 10 years ago was in college uh, because it's just like that, that spotlight. And it's the thing becomes, I try to find out, and our staff try to find out uh, personnel recruiting, can they handle it? Because not everyone can handle iconic status. And so that's what, you know, that's the thing to, I say to the next individual that's, you know, everybody's asking, can they do it again? We, we will, and we have it here already. They're going to see it in a few, in a few weeks. Like, it's not going to be a surprise to anyone in the building when it happens again. Like, it's already on the roster. It's already there. And like I said, we can't wait. That's a very, very good point. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think, I think I mean, Kent speaks for a lot of us who yeah. thought we'd never see it again. Yeah. And as you pointed out, less than five years later, we've seen it again. And so now, I believe you. 
Yeah. I think we will I mean, see it again and again and again here at LSU. Sherman Wilson, our guest this week. And Sherman, before we get you out of here, uh, because again, we've got a pretty important date coming up when it comes to recruiting. So I know you got plenty to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaden, I want to go back to what I admire most about him, and that is his demeanor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it served him well to your point about being an icon mm-hmm. at a place like LSU, Correct. which he is forever an icon, mm-hmm. number five. Um, and I think even without the Heisman Trophy, he right. will, Correct. the numbers speak for themselves. Um, but leading up to the ceremony, and I don't want to pry too much on your personal relationship, and you can share what you feel comfortable sharing. You know, all of us were like, he's got to win it. Mm-hmm. I mean, watch him. He wins it. If you look at his numbers, he's the best player in college mm-hmm. football. And we all had this angst that what if everybody doesn't see it the way we do? And all the Heisman voters don't do what they need to do, which right. is vote for Jaden Daniels. And as the ceremony was about to begin Saturday, I, I was thinking to myself, I don't know that there is a better individual who could handle the pressure mm-hmm. and that spotlight in Times Square. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he wins, he's confident he should win it. I have no doubt in my mind he felt mm-hmm. like he was going to win it. Right. But I think he would have handled it extremely well had he not won it. Right. He had done everything he could possibly do. He put up the numbers. He put up the touchdowns. He made, as you said, 90 explosive plays. He's done all he can do. How do you think the personality prepared him for that moment, win or lose, on Saturday night that you admire? Um, The whole thing was right. That was a a goal of his, right? Uh, And so he would always say, like, like if he get it or not, that doesn't make or break his career. Like, because the next level is, is coming. And so I think uh, the Heisman voters probably spared a lot of people in the NFL, which I think he'd have been on fire. Uh, he still will be, right? right. But it's just yeah. that added motivation because it's, it's that mama mentality, right, with Kobe Bryant that he has about himself. Okay, so that wasn't enough. Let's see what else I can do. And so I think they kind of gave, you know, everybody a, a sigh of relief, right, because I think he's going to – Light it up, I think, because his work ethic. Like, it's not because of just talent. His mindset, his work ethic. Like, that California cool, he's never rattled. Uh, he's always trying to figure, like, a mad scientist thing, like with our offensive staff and Coach Kelly. Like, he's always trying to figure out ways to improve. Um, and I just think, like, it was just a culmination, right? The voters uh, got it right. They could have picked any of those individuals. But every last one of them had a deserving um, resume. Uh, just doing it, I guess, in the SEC is different. Those numbers in the SEC is different. Um, but like I said, I, I expect it in the NFL. Like I don't, I don't expect a drop off when he gets to the NFL because what he's really good at, I don't think there's really an answer for. Like he can throw it deep. Uh, that's just looking at that, right? Uh, he said in his speech about um, they say he was too small. He added weight. Uh, they say he couldn't throw it. So. He had the best passer rating on deep footballs thrown. Um, and so from that point on, right, they, you know, him following a legend and to, to get to the same level, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he did everything that was he was tasked with. So if that's the case, like why wouldn't he do it again? And Look so out. That's, that, that's like I know, and to, you know, to say this, to go back on what we were saying about like at LSU with any sport, we don't rebuild, we retool. We come right back at you because this place is different. Like the SEC said, it just means more. Um, it's just the foundational piece that Coach Kelly is building. Um, and so I think it's, 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 
imperative, right, that we we look at the the two years that he's been here and how the program is now moving forward. Like it's it's on that it's on the back of hard work, dedication. Uh, talent is one thing. You know, most people that come in here are going to have talent. What do you do with that? And, that, and I think, as they say, that kid, Jaden, uh, <laughs> exemplified that and everything that he did, uh, graduating Arizona State in three years, giving himself the opportunity. And so I think, you know, everything just his mom and dad, uh, they put into him. Uh, they came out of him in, in winning that Heisman. And through his speech, thanking the people that – open the doors at 5 a.m. Think about that, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. all of them were a part of that, that Heisman. And so can't wait to, you know, see it in a building. You know, I talked about in our first segment uh, for you came on about what Coach Kelly had said in the post-Heisman press conference about who you see in the building at mm-hmm. 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. when you when Jaden came in and that type of thing. Uh, let me ask this just in a general sense because they were in a new location it was a fairly small mm-hmm. compact room mm-hmm. were you able you were in able to be in the yes. room yes. Sat, yes. so what was that what was that feeling like being at the Heisman trophy ceremony and what was that feeling when all of a sudden your name is mentioned in a very good speech that yeah. Jaden gave. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's like I said, I, I, I try not to. like this. I think it's like one of the first interviews, second interview I've ever done. I try to be in a – I don't like to be in the spotlight. I joke and clown. Like you'll see me on Twitter joking, clowning and stuff like that. But I, I, I try to stay behind all that. Um, but when he invited me, it's, it's just our relationship. I just – on TV or not, like I, I just wanted to share that with him. I thought it was like being there when he came in and uh, being a part of that. Just like I said, the culmination of everything that he's put in. When you've seen the body of work, like I, I didn't think anyone was more deserving. I don't know the other, you know, candidates, so I can't really speak on that. I just knew in my mind he had already won it because of the work he put in. So it's like the, like uh, Kobe said, like. The fans get excited, right, when I hit this game-winning shot. But I've shot it 2,000 times, 10,000 times. So to me, it's, it's, it's another jump shot. And the fans lose it because they have not been in the gym watching me shoot it. It wouldn't be as glorified if they saw me shoot it, you know, 10,000 times. And so it's the same thing as the throws. It's the same thing with him going up for the speech um, and his family putting the speech together. And then at the end, uh, the Greg Brooks family, who we are all close to, who is a part of – like our family and that, like what he meant to us and like stuff like that, right? Those are things that he touched on that meant that was close to him. Uh, but just being in there with, with Dean, uh, who's a quarterback analyst who's helped out tremendously with his development. Uh, I think Dean's one of the best in the business. Uh, and I was, you know, uh, next to him in a, in, a, in a row. And just, to, you know, we both got emotional, right? Even when he said my name, Dean got emotional, was – they all know the work that we all put in and to be honored, you know, uh, as off the field uh, individuals sometimes, you know, that that it lets you know that your work is, is validated, your work, you know, matters. And, you know, sometimes you, you want that, you know what I'm saying? And so then I snap right back and it's like, hey, let's get back to work. And so um, <laughs> I'm at the top saying five, five, and, you know, that's not great. But at the same time, you're like a, a big brother, right? He, he won something that he worked so hard for, and everyone in the building worked so hard for. And so that's why he, th- you know, he thanked everyone, because everyone you know, played a part in that. 
Uh, and so from, you know, Coach Kelly changing his access times to allow him getting in the building earlier, the janitors having a place cleaned up, like, you know, having waters and different things in there. Everything's clean. Uh, the strength staff, everyone, you know, like he, he put in the work. And so uh, being a part of that was amazing, being a part of just him lifting that trophy, seeing him lift that trophy, uh, being a part of the speech. Like, I didn't think anything of it, but – Obviously, Twitter and all that started blowing up and stuff like that. So uh, it's a blessing. I thank God for it and, you know, ready to get back to work. Well, everybody, as we well said. Well deserved, yeah. Yeah, everybody, as, we, as Kent and I talked about before you joined us, I mean, I thought Jaden knocked it out of the park with his speech, and I, I was impressed. Um, you know, a lot of people, when they get awards in any field, mm. you get up there and the spotlight's on you and you got all this <laughs> anticipation of the actual announcement, mm -hmm. and then you kind of just – you know, deer in headlights when you're right. up there. And I thought he did a tremendous job of being poised and thanking the people who needed to be thanked. Um, and I love the way he saved uh, the, the, the comments for his mom and dad at right. the end so right. he could take some time Correct. to really thank yeah. them. I just thought he was sensational. And, uh, you know, as soon as your name came out over in the speech, you know, Harrison was like, we got to get Sherman on the show. And I said, <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, again, Sherman, thanks uh, for everything that you do. And, again, the work continues and, and will continue on uh, as you help, um, again, part of that foundation that Coach Kelly's building at LSU football and, as we said, Jaden Daniels is going to be one of those iconic pieces right. of the history of this program forever. Um, so, again, I know you're busy, and it's a pleasure, first, to meet you, secondly, to talk with you and hear the story. Yeah. Uh, and congratulations to you and everybody in yeah. the building on helping yeah. Jaden Daniels become uh, the Heisman Trophy winner. No problem. Thank you all for having me. Yeah, go Tigers. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Great conversation with Sherman Wilson. Again, works with LSU football, player relations manager, and uh, best friend of Jaden Daniels. Last show of the year here, Chris. Yeah, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Harrison, do you got old anxiety you can play? You got any music <laughs> to kind of bring in the new year or in the old year? Um, but, yeah, we'll be back uh, when the calendar flips. And uh, we appreciate you stopping by and listening or watching or ever how you consume play-by-play. Uh, -play. Another successful Another successful year. And, Ken, if we're lucky, they'll renew us for another season. Well, we better go check. <laughs> we'll, we'll have those difficult contract negotiations. Yeah, we may need to negotiate some uh, new uh, perks, you know, for uh, 2024. Oh. Right? All right. Kent's got needs. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Uh, have a great holiday season, a great new year. Looking forward to LSU football in Wisconsin on New Year's Day. Hope to see you in Tampa. Uh, thanks to our guests again, Sherman Wilson of LSU football, the illustrious Kent Lowe, and uh, Harrison Valentine on the ones and twos. I'm Chris Blair. Until we talk again, go Tigers. <laughs>